All right, everybody, we're hoping this is our last week of doing this. We, we pray everybody back in church next Sunday. Um, we pray everybody's safe. We pray everybody's been uh, uh, keeping their social distancing, and we'll practice that. We'll have some rules and regulations when we do come back to church. We'll go over them. We'll try to keep them best we can. We'll try to stay by, play by the rules. But today we're, uh, we're going to have Angie sing. Brother Randy will preach for us. That gives you all a different least hearing somebody different for uh, occasion on the podcast but be much in prayer be much in prayer that the numbers don't go up and we can't have church next sunday be much in prayer that the lord keeps us safe be much in prayer there is some here in princeton that's on the on life support so uh remember them uh, with the COVID. uh so it is getting closer to home and it is getting some people that we know but uh steve uh, my friend that had the that was off the UPS worker. He's back to work and he's doing very well, not having any effects of it afterwards. But anyway, just pray as Angie sings, pray as Randy preaches. We thank you. Once again, I always remember the good thing about a podcast is you can pause it and find your place. You can keep up. You shouldn't have no problem keeping up with scriptures or looking. Or uh, we, We're glad about that, but we do miss everybody. We, we sure cannot wait to be back into the house of God. Pray for Angie as she sings. she will say. Where he reached out and came. 
you back in the house of the Lord once again. <clears throat> Just a blessing to be able to come in, sit in one of the pews, and think about the people that's been here, ones who've worked hard and done their best to try to make this church everything that it is. Many accomplishments have been made by here in this little building beside the road. Many souls have been preached to, even a few won here. Amen. So uh, that's what it's all about. <clears throat> we just want to praise the Lord today and thank Him for another opportunity to be able to speak. Before we start, let's pray. Father, we thank You, Lord, for this day and for all Your blessings. We're thankful, Lord, for Christ. Our Savior, we're thankful, Lord, for each other. And Lord, we pray here this morning, Lord, that you might just bless uh, this word, God, as it goes out. Lord, that it might touch hearts. And uh, God, that it would uh, change lives and change situations for some people. Lord, uh, it might give them courage to, uh, to keep on keeping on. Lord, I pray, God, you might just uh, use the word now to speak to every heart. Lord, have you will in your way in all of us. Lord, we just love you and praise you for it all, for we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <coughs> this is not uh, a salvation-type message, and uh, I didn't figure too many lost people would get to hear it anyway, because there ain't too many of them tunes in to things like this. But uh, this is uh, basically to uh, fellow believers and I just hope and pray that it's a, it's a help to you and that it'll uh, do something for you. But <clears throat> the other night, me and Ange was talking on the phone to each other and we spoke about missing one another and how things just didn't seem right anymore. And I told her that this could be considered the night of darkness or maybe even possibly a nightmare. But the Bible in Psalm 30 and 5, uh, <coughs> as soon as I can get over there, uh, says, For his anger endures but a moment, in, in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'll tell you the same thing I told her. Don't, uh, don't focus on the night and the fear of it, but focus on the morning and the joy that will come with it. Uh, if you look over into your Bibles, into Second uh, Corinthians <coughs> chapter 4, <clears throat> verses 8 through 10. It says, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. We are troubled. Uh, that word trouble speaks of being uh, pressed, 
and pressed hard, like as uh, to be urged or pushed, urged forward, like to be crowded or forced uh, into a rut. Uh, a rut is formed from, from uh, uh, heavy traffic uh, of someone using the same path or the same roadway uh, over and over. Uh, and that, and it, it means to be constrained or compelled uh, and shoved forward. We are, we are troubled on every side because uh, we, as not only uh, America, but all over the world, have been forced into a rut. Uh, our, our president and our governor, our mayors and our police force and uh, top scientists and top doctors from all over the world uh, keep informing us of what we need to do and trying to force us into a rut. Uh, they just about wore the rut out. Uh, and you know, uh, I can remember back in the old days when we used to live up on top of the mountain and we travel an old dirt road and uh, it'd get ruts in it in the wintertime. And they'd wall around and get so deep that you couldn't get through no more. And that's when you got stuck. And that, that's, that's about where we're at right now. We're stuck between a hard place and a rock here. Amen. And, uh, but all these, all these people, all these top people are telling us to stay in if at all possible. But if not possible, you must wear a mask. Stay away from others. You can't come together. But if you do come together, stay six foot apart. Uh, but don't touch anything. If you do, sanitize yourself immediately. If not able to sanitize yourself, at least wash your hands. Uh, kind of get the picture. Um, they just uh, trying to crowd us into a rut. Stay home. Don't work. Don't go anywhere. Don't get a haircut. Don't go to the doctor. Don't go to the dentist. Don't make any money. We can't exist like that. Amen. I mean, it's impossible to get along in life and never uh, get sick or never need uh, uh, some, somebody to do something for you somehow, some way, somewhere. Uh, we all need money in order uh, to make it and even uh, the, the president has tried to help us somewhat, give us a little bit of money, but it seems like it takes forever to get here. Uh, everybody that needed money uh, six weeks ago does now get it. Uh, so uh, they've had to but you like to say before we go, between a hard place and a rock. It says we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. Now, <clears throat> we might be in a rut with the rest of the world, but as Christians, we're not at the bottom. In First uh, Peter chapter 5, <coughs> starting in verse 6, it says, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that, ye may, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Now, these four words that it used there at the end of verse 10, <coughs> perfect means to be fit, restored, 
and coming back to order and arrangement. Isn't that, isn't that strange in the time in, in which we are? And the meaning to that word would tell you that? Uh, the word establish means make firm and fast, stable and fixed. The word strengthen is talking about not in the flesh, but inwardly, spiritually. And then he says he'll settle you. That means to give foundation to. When this is all over, God will give you something to build on. Amen. He'll give you something to build Amen. on. Uh, we may not have much now. We may lose everything we've got. As a matter of fact, I've watched a good amount of dollars go down the tubes here not long ago uh, because of the way the stock market has gone. Uh, in my uh, retirement plan, uh, there was a lot of dollars just disappeared. And it's always everybody's uh, retirement that disappears first. It always goes first. And uh, they say it's been liquidated. It ain't hard to get somebody's retirement money if they ain't holding it in their hand. <clears throat> Again here in verse 8 it says, We are perplexed, which means to be in doubt or puzzled, and to be incredibly low. The way it has been lately, we've, we've no fellowship, no social interaction, no travel. In some cases, no meat, no paper towels, and at one point, no toilet paper. <laughs> but the Bible tells us that even though we are perplexed, we are not in despair or not without a resource. Philippians 4 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory Amen. by Christ Jesus. Amen. I don't know about the rest of you, but God took care of me right along all, all, all the way. I ain't had to do without anything, even though the grocery shelves looked empty uh, at different points in time, and they still yet. But so far, everything's went fine. Uh, and I hope it has for you also. <coughs> in verse 9, he says, <coughs> Persecuted. That means that, that word persecuted is, is speaking about being disturbed and worried and uneasy and to be troubled. And when all these things in our life get upset and the stock market starts to fail and nobody's got a job and no money and no end in sight, it does cause one to be worried and uneasy and troubled in their heart. But here in verse 9, <clears throat> it says persecuted but not forsaken. And that word forsaken means to be abandoned or to be left helpless. Hebrews 13, 5 tells, uh, tells us the Lord said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. The world is on its own, but we are not. God is still God and he's still in charge. In Psalm 121, verse 2, it says, My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. And then it says here in the scripture that we're cast down. That means to be smitten or to be struck or hit very hard, I guess, to the point of going down. But it says not destroyed. Uh, the, the word destroyed is talking about being rendered useless or put away. <clears throat> Every time I think about going down or getting hit hard, I can't help but think, of, uh, of, of Brother C.L. Roach and what he told us uh, over the camp meeting one time about a verse of scripture 
in the visions chapter 6. If you would, uh, turn there and let's, let's read right quick. Uh, it says uh, in, in verse, verse 10, chapter 6, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Uh, Brother C.L. Rhodes said this, this word withstand means to be able to take the devil's best punch and not go down. And this has been a pretty good punch that we've received in this COVID-19 deal. But there in verse 13, he says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. <clears throat> and having done all to stand, stand. Verse 11 says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. <coughs> In verse 14, <clears throat> it says, Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of <coughs> righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. I'd like for you to take note <clears throat> as you go down through those verses of Scripture, 14 through 17, as you look at the pieces of armor, loins girt about with truth, wearing the breastplate of righteousness, and then the gospel of peace, uh, taking the shield of faith, and taking the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Each one of those pieces of armor points back to Jesus. For Jesus said, I am the truth. Uh, and then uh, it says, having on the breastplate of righteousness. There is no righteousness outside of Christ. Amen. And then he says, and your feet shall with the preparation of the gospel of peace. There is no peace without Jesus. And above all, taking the shield of faith. He is the one we must place our faith in. Without him, to have faith in, we have nothing. And then he says, take the helmet of salvation, which Jesus gives through his precious blood, and then the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and Jesus is the Word. Every, every one of those pieces of armor point back uh, to the Lord and Savior. In 2 Corinthians uh, 4.10, it says, <coughs> Always, Bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. Always, at all times, even when you're troubled on every side, even when you're perplexed, even when you're persecuted, and even when you're cast down. Always, at all times, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. <coughs> in uh, Romans chapter 6, 
starting in uh, verse 3, it says, Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. <coughs> there in verse 10 of Second uh, Corinthians, it said, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest <clears throat> in our body. The only way that Jesus can be made manifest in us is when we are yielded to Him. In, uh, in Romans chapter 12 verse 1 he says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That you present your bodies. That means to yield uh, your body, your actual physical body. And then he says, a living sacrifice. That is, is two opposites. Uh, you can't be alive and dead at the same time. Uh, and but he, but he says he wants, to, he wants you to give your body a living sacrifice. In other words, he wants you to slay yourself and live for him. Let Jesus live in you after you have been slain. But the only way Jesus can really rise to the top through you, make yourself manifest that others may see him through you, is if you put self to the side and allow Jesus to live. So therefore you must... Uh, Yield your, your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Do not focus on the darkness and the fear of this terrible and horrible plague, but focus on the morning and the joy which comes after it. Amen. Thank you. We'd like to thank Brother Randy. We also want to uh, remind everybody that uh, we will be in church next Sunday. Be much in prayer. I, I pray that the Word of God that, that we've tried to give out through this, and Brother Randy's give us uh, give out through you know give out today to us. We appreciate him. We appreciate the Word of God. We appreciate we appreciate his faithfulness. But uh, it's important that you be faithful. Next Sunday will be the first time we're back out to the house of the Lord. If you're truly concerned, if you're truly concerned about what's going on in our world, there has never been a more truer time than right now to invite somebody to the house of God. <coughs> we are in a mess. Physically, financially, but we do not have to be a mess spiritually. God 
does still work, and he still works with these people. That's the only people he uses. Let's pray. We'll go, we'll, we'll, we'll go home, and we'll, let, we'll pray you enjoy this. Father, we thank you for this day. Once again, we thank you for Brother Randy. Lord, we thank you for the Word of God. Lord, we thank you for that you watch over us and you keep us. Lord, we pray you'll continue to give us that peace that you will watch over us and your hand will be upon us. Lord, as we prepare our hearts to come back to the house of God next Sunday, Lord, we pray that uh, uh, everyone is excited about coming to the Lord's house. Everyone's excited about being in the in the in the service of the Lord. I know that uh, by way of podcast, uh, we've heard the word of God, but Lord, it's not like being in the presence of other people with the Spirit moving among us. And Lord, we pray and we invite you to, to uh, Lord. Come before us next Sunday and get the house ready that it may be that the, all the devil's work may be gone out of here, Lord, that the Spirit of God may move among us. It may bless hearts, it may bless souls. Souls, pray for us, Lord, as we study your word and try to present it to your people. We thank you for all you do in Christ's name. Amen.